interpretive dance. Uh, odd narrative twists. Okay. <laughs> you don't remember much about Book of Henry, do you? There is an odd narrative twist in this. Yeah, true. Like, out of nowhere, it becomes very different movie. <laughs> <laughs> Find out where in the review ahead. <laughs> is it is it the fact that Sarah Silverman's been a fun-loving drunk all along? <laughs> Maybe. I'm not telling. <laughs> My lips are sealed. <laughs> but uh, welcome to a flashback flashback of our last year's uh not black leftover Friday, leftover turkey <laughs> episode uh maybe a black mark on yes. our podcast yes. who knows find out but uh we did the colin trevorrow uh project <laughs> known <laughs> as the <laughs> book of henry yes uh something else it really was something it was else. something else it was a definite trip into the mind of what could be a psychopath mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh it's well you'll find out <laughs> yeah i feel like this is this is one of those reviews where it just explains itself I, I mean it's a bad movie but i think if you're into bad movies you should probably watch this because yeah. it is insanity it is different. Let me tell you that right now. It, uh, I, I, I was actually blown away at where they went in this movie. Yeah, like I had not, not a clue. <laughs> and maybe that, maybe that played to its benefit. Who maybe knows? It, the, the fact that it stuck with us a year later, <laughs> and I can pretty much remember. Very, I don't remember a lot. Yeah. But I remember what happened in Book of Henry. I wake up in cold sweats thinking about Book of Henry. <laughs> so, yeah, I I would implore you to listen to the rest of this episode and uh, hear what we think. And I would recommend maybe checking it out, uh, even if you want to pause it here, and so you can have fun with us during the review. Yeah. Because I think it's... I think you need to at least see yeah, it once. We definitely comment on a lot of the things that happen in this. Uh-huh. Like the lighthearted alcoholism. <laughs> yep. And the uh, the uh, fun-loving, terrible parenting that happens. Uh-huh. A lot of whimsical, terrible shit is happening yeah. in this movie. <laughs> if you've seen the trailer to this movie, it doesn't tell you anything <laughs> about this movie. You will be shocked. Yeah. At if you watch actually... the trailer to Book of Henry and say, there's definitely domestic abuse in this, <laughs> then you are psychic. Then you <laughs> you saw little sub- subtle clues in there that <laughs> the normal people did not see. I, you know what? Watching this trailer to Book of Henry, I'm pretty sure there's going to be an assassination attempt in this. <laughs> wow. You Go really... play the lotto. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, I hope you enjoy uh, this flashback episode of our last year's Leftover Turkey. So hopefully you enjoy it, and we will see you Thursday with a full episode with the news of the week and our review of 8th grade. Yeah. So we'll see you then. Until then, enjoy this review starting right uh, now. Leftover Turkey! Yes. Yes. For... The Colin Trevorrow-directed classic, The Book of Henry. Yes. Uh, if anyone isn't familiar, our Leftover Turkey episode, if you're already if you're listening this far, <laughs> we take one of the worst-rated and reviewed movies of the year and review it for fun. Mm-hmm. So June 16th, <laughs> 2017. Summer uh, release. <laughs> the Book of Henry debuted in a limited release, I think, of only 13 theaters. Yeah. Then a few weeks later had a wider release of maybe like a, uh, a thousand or so. Okay. Uh, its budget of $10 million only domestically grossed $4.28 million. <laughs> this did not have a worldwide release. Oh, my it God. It only had a domestic release from what I saw. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 21% aggregated uh, review of Rotten. 
Uh, IMDb has it at a 6.5 out of 10. Jesus. And Voodoo. (gasps) You might want to sit down. Stand up and sit down for this. Okay. I'm going to act like I'm standing. Great. Maintain the illusion. Yes. (laughs) 4.4 out of 5. Jesus. (laughs) Right? Right? Unacceptable. (laughs) So... There's a reason why The Book of Henry is one of the worst reviewed and rated movie of the year. Yeah. It's all over the place. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, to go on to Colin Trevorrow, his big claim to fame was he directed Jurassic World. Yes. Which I, I think I also heard somewhere that like he was kind of brought up as like Steven Spielberg's golden boy. Oh, really? Like they he they kind of like... Steven Spielberg kind of gave him, like, his seal of approval. Like, he was, like, the new J.J. Abrams. Oh, okay. So then, like, he made Jurassic World. Huge financial hit. Everyone's on his side. They get him to do the next Star Wars. And then he's like, well, first of all, I'm going to do this passion project. Right. Called The Book of Henry. Yeah. And uh, after that, they were like, oh, this guy is clinically insane we should not invest all this money into him and i guess like while he was on the set of star wars like i guess they like started filming star wars with him and like i guess he was like a huge dick and was like super like had a big head about himself because he thought that he was untouchable and then he got fired and no one's ever heard of him ever since (laughs) oh colin yeah what a what a what a bad boy. <laughs> uh, JT, would you like to do me the honors of telling me what happened in the book of Henry? Jesus Christ. <laughs> this might just be just the whole movie in general. <laughs> uh, we center on a child named Henry, who I guess is the smartest man alive. Yeah. <laughs> who uh, is basically taking care of his mom. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with her. She's just incompetent. <laughs> and uh, his little brother. And they, don't even, they never really said what happened to the dad, do they? No. They bring up a joke about alimony once. Yeah. So, divorced for a reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where uh, her boss played by, um, shit. Bobby Moynihan. Yeah. Like, her, like Bobby Moynihan, just like on an off-the-cuff conversation, just says... Hey, why are you still working here? Aren't you getting alimony? <laughs> yeah. I was like, is that an appropriate conversation to have? <laughs> to be yelling across this restaurant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Henry is a very smart kid who's like 11 or something and uh, finds out that the next door neighbor girl might be being harassed in some way by her father. Uh-huh. Played by Hank. Yep. <laughs> from Breaking Bad. <laughs> and when uh, tragedy strikes the family, he must lead his mother to uh, take care of said situation. Yes. In a very strange manner. Very strange. <laughs> uh, this... Oh, great job. Well, thank you. <laughs> this movie... Is tonally a roller coaster ride. Yeah. It starts out like in opening credits, right? Yeah. Very whimsical. Mm-hmm. With like drawings of like, it looks like Da Vinci drawings of like what could be in Henry's notebook or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of like little inventions and notes and doodles and pictures of his mom and all this other stuff. Yeah. And then it starts out kind of lighthearted and do 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 do. I'm Henry. I'm a real bright. I'm a real bright kid, and I'm yeah. Whatever. Need to stay in the regular classes, so I yeah. don't. First, doesn't Henry kind of come off as a dick sometimes? Yeah, he does. Like that kid, where like he's younger. He's like eleven or something, yeah. and they do those like reports about like how he wants to be the Olympic gold medalist in dodgeball, and then Henry. Makes it a point in his report to not only talk about his what he like wants his legacy to be, but also shits on that kid's report. <laughs> well, that kid's an idiot. 
first off. He is an idiot. <laughs> but I guess he also was 11. Yeah. But I mean, you shouldn't just shit on... Like, you don't try shit and... His dreams. Yeah, you don't, like, try and give your... <laughs> like, I don't think I ever had a report where I tried to give myself an A by, like, saying that your report was shitty. <laughs> <laughs> and like, in comparison, my report is that much better. Yeah, because this fucker doesn't know that you don't get a gold medal in dodgeball. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is kind of a, I don't know, but everyone still treats him, like, as an adult, which is weird. Even, like, the principal at one point, like... Even his mom? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, his mom. I That's a whole conversation I want to oh, save yeah. till a later. But, yeah. like, he, like, storms into the principal's office at one point. And calls her by her first name. And it's like, we're going on a rampage, right? And she, the principal, is just sitting there taking it like it's just another person. (laughs) When, like, you're a kid. Get the fuck out of here, kid. Don't talk to me that way. Sure, you might be a bright kid, but I'm technically your boss, okay? Right now, I'm the principal. Get back in class. I'm an authoritative figure. Guess what? You failed. You're expelled. (laughs) Yeah. You can't talk to me that way. Yeah. Get out of here, kid. Also, you failed. Or whatever it is. Yeah. You failed. Uh, So the mother... (laughs) Very... uh, A loosely... Loosely based title. Yeah. More like old child. (laughs) Yeah, because while... Henry is, like, balancing their checkbook and, like, going over stocks and their all their finances at a desk. The mom is, like, playing, like, Gears of War. Yeah. Like, super playing Gears of War. Like, religiously. Yeah. Like, she even, like, leaves the youngest kid in the bathtub alone. Yeah. While makes, she goes yeah. downstairs and plays Gears of War. She makes him yell state capitals to make sure he's not drowning. Yeah. So she can go downstairs and play Gears of War. <sighs> so, <laughs> here's my train of thought on this, right? Okay. Coming from a father's perspective. I feel that Henry is to blame for this <laughs> because... He's smart enough. He should be smart enough to know that he is enabling this behavior. Uh oh. So the mom realizes if she can get away with it, and she's not like the most responsible of all. She's a real person, right? Yeah. She works nine to five at like a shitty waitressing job. Oh right? yeah. But she, she know she's leaning hard on Henry to like figure out Very all the hard, hard stuff yeah. because he's a genius, right? Yeah. So he does it. And doesn't say anything ever about it. Yeah. And so it just steamrolls into this thing where she's now the child and Henry's like, not necessarily the caretaker because the mom still makes money for the family or whatever. Yeah. But like Henry is like the head of the household. Yeah. But in all honesty, Henry's making money for the household too. Like he's made a shit ton of money for that. Like yeah. he's on the fo- like on a payphone talking about like after after stocks? shit goes after shit goes down like I don't know if you want to spoil it for people should we even care if we spoil this no okay so after Henry dies <laughs> <laughs> she gets this letter in the mail which why the fuck is Bobby Moynihan reading her mail <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> but. She gets this letter in the mail that Bobby Moynihan gives her saying that he has gotten $670,000 or $6, or $670, from stocks. Yeah. So Which, that's not a thing. You're not smart enough to do stocks. <laughs> if you were smart to do if, – if people were smart to do stocks, there wouldn't be stock brokers. There'd be stockers. <laughs> but earlier in the movie, you do hear – Henry on the phone talking about trading stuff. So I figure like he's responsible for that. Yeah, like he's he's playing the stock market. But right. you're not there's no such thing as being smart enough to do stocks and be good at it. You're just it's unless like a lottery. Unless you're Henry. F- okay, f- oh my god. <laughs> I mean Henry is a genius. <laughs> okay. By all means, I I apologize. <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry that I did not I did not depend on the intelligence of a kid who thought the best thing to do to cheer his brother up is to fill the hallway with fake snow. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this movie. <laughs> it's all over the place. Like, I... I uh, Well, one of my favorite messages I sent you today was, <laughs> this movie seems like six after-school specials threw up on each other. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because <laughs> this movie is, like, every idea that Colin Trevorrow had... Yeah. In one thing that don't belong together. Yeah. There's like, there's bullying, there's uh, dependency issues, there's alcoholism at one point. Yeah. There's uh, death in the family, there's yeah. ab- abuse. Yeah. Like, all over the board. Like, just yeah. stick to one thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the way it starts with like its whimsical little thing and the drawings and like, it's like kind of bouncy or whatever, and it's kind of like playing fun with all the characters, and yeah. then all of a sudden it gets cripplingly sad. Yeah, with like the tumor that's in his brain. <laughs> and did I miss it? But like, I think I missed the part where Henry died. Did it show where he died? No, like the last scene they show <laughs> of him, he's crawling towards the window, saying, "I want to see." the sky one more time and then just cut to his mom sitting on a windowsill crying all right good then i yeah. didn't miss they anything. don't show him actually die because <laughs> i thought like after a little bit because i got up and went to the bathroom once and i came back and i was watching it more and more and more and i'm like did i miss something? is he dead because <laughs> he's not in the movie anymore he's only talking on this tape recorder yeah which that tape recorder it's like he fucking knew <laughs> the future. Yeah, it like, lo- she's having conversations with that tape recorder that's answering back. <laughs> that's not how tape recorders work. That does not happen like he, that. He like downloaded his consciousness into that tape. <laughs> into that yeah, to that analog tape recorder. Yeah. Uh so Henry Henry realizes that the next door neighbor uh is a girl in his class. And she is getting abused. And you don't really know what is going on with that. Because he, he bu- that's when he busts into the principal's office. Yeah. Right? And says, like, she's got bruises on her, whatever. Nobody's doing anything. Rubble, 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 rubble. Yeah. And then you realize that her dad is, like, the chief of police. Yeah. And so, like, he's got clout over everybody because he's... Not only that, but his brother is in charge of child <laughs> services. <laughs> right. So... There's no way. <laughs> nope, not a way. I even like said that to Molly Pop today, and she was like, "That's not a thing." <laughs> and then you later find out that I took it. I'm fa- fairly certain this is right. That he was sexually abusing her. I think, yeah, because there's that scene where like he's spying on their house, and like there's like that scene where like. The dad is, he's, like, spying on the dad, and the dad's just, like, reading the paper in, like, sitting in the chair. And then, like, goes back up to the 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 girl in her room just, like, doing whatever. And then the door opens, and then he's like, what the hell? And then, like, goes back down, and then the dad's out of the chair. So it's like, so he just, on a whim, was just like, yeah. Oh, it's, like, past 9 o'clock, I better go beat my daughter. <laughs> Like sexually molested. Yeah. Like, how do you go from like casually reading the paper to beating and possibly raping your daughter like within the span of minutes? Where it's like, oh shit, it's getting late. So the so the <laughs> like, whimsy. What the fuck? So the whimsy that started this movie turns into cripplingly sad that now Henry has a yeah. br- inoperable brain tumor. Yeah, and, and the next child <laughs> molestation happening right not a door away. Yeah, and. Don't don't worry because the whimsical music does not stop. No, it doesn't. It keeps <laughs> it going. Yeah, it keeps going. Like this movie still acts like it's a family film, <laughs> even after Henry has a brain tumor and the next door neighbors being brutally raped by her father. Uh, yeah, at, at least molested. Yeah, we don't know if it's rape or molestation because they don't really say anything. But either yeah. way, at least not being beaten, not bru- yeah, he's bruising her. He's bruising yeah. her up. Yeah. Um, and then so when he Henry goes to the hospital, now knowing that he's got some brain tumor in his head, 
That introduces a doctor, which then is around for the rest of the movie. Yeah, doctors don't do that. No, and even like if it is like a weird special case, it seems really weird that now he's just going to be a love interest for no reason. Yeah, and plus, look, my my dad had like a triple bypass not too long ago, and like I ran into the doctor that did it at the gym one day, Uh and he like walked away from me hoping that I wouldn't say anything to him. <laughs> like, that's what doctors do. They're not going to yeah, be like, oh, shit. Yeah, I saved his life. I better make sure I'm constantly in his Because they'd be in, like, 19 people's different lives. Right. Yeah. Like, why would he just be like, well, yeah, you're your son. Yep, I, I want to be in your life now. <laughs> like, what the fuck is your problem, dude? What? Yeah. You've I got your own life. So... JT, I want you to go into the solution now that Henry has for his mother to rid the problem oh, of the molestation going the on. Common, next- the common solution that usually anyone should rush to right. when they see... Yeah, uh, go buy a high-powered sniper rifle <laughs> at a gun store and shoot him. <laughs> right. <laughs> Because there's no other possible there's solution. There's no other possible solution. He even says it in his journal. Right. The little kid points at it. Yep. Is there, there's got to be another way. Turns a page. There is no other way. Because <laughs> <laughs> even the journal that he writes is like talking to them in real time. Yes! All of this shit is way <laughs> too convenient. It's so... <laughs> Henry proposes his plan to his mother to go bust into a gun store and to purchase this not even bust in she walks in and then okay so when henry is like devising the plan right. he just happens to go into this gun store <laughs> when this mobster is using this hot like this mob boss's name right to get a deal on a gun without having to have a license right so then of course Gives that to his mom, and then that's how his mom gets... So it's like... So he stumbles on happenstance... Right. That he learns his his mobster's name that that she can get away with getting guns without a license. And fucking high-powered... Jesus Christ! military gun, right? Like, I remember, like, as she's, like, shooting the rifle, she's, like, listening to the tape, and he's, like, going through all the details of it, and it's like... Yeah, the bullet shatters on impact, so you won't be able to get any kind of forensics on the bullet. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, this is like the beginnings of, like, a school shooting, like, type kid. This where is it's like, like James Bond-type gun, yeah. right? Like, he's so into guns, trying to murder this neighbor, where it's like, I'm, I'm almost glad you're not alive anymore, because right. you're scary. Right. And it's got, like, a suppressor. And a freaking telescope. Yeah. like a fucking scope. Yeah. Just to make sure he can hit shit way far away from his treehouse that looks like it was made in, like, an animated movie. Yeah, it does. It looks like the fucking, uh, fucking tailspin house. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there is no logical way that this is a real treehouse. No. That... Either Henry built or whoever built this for him. Like the door's a fridge door. Isn't that cute? It's so cute. (laughs) And inside is a bunch of Rube Goldberg bullshit. No shit. Like that one Rube Goldberg machine that all it does is just show photos of them. Or the other one that just squirts whipped cream between two cookies. The like, little brothers are big fan of that one. Oh yeah, I'll tell you that. Which it's a bullshit machine because actually you still have to hold the cookie in front of it. <laughs> like there's nothing pull, put. There's no like machine that like pushes the cookie into the whipped cream. You still have to yeah. hold the cookie there. So you're waiting for five minutes for this dumb bullshit machine to go through all its <laughs> horse shit. Like it'd be so much easier to be like, oh, ready whip. Right. Nope. You gotta wait for a bowling ball to hit a fucking thing that hits another thing that hits yep. another thing that squirts the whipped cream on the cookie that you're holding. <laughs> That's Fuck right. Fuck you, Henry. It's, this movie's full of whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> Whimsical domestic abuse. Not only that, there's an upcoming talent show coming <laughs> and uh, the next door neighbor is going is a great dancer. 
So she's going to be performing. Yeah. So great that she was able to tell the principal she's being abused to the abused through dance. Through dance. <laughs> Oh, great. She's that good at dancing. <laughs> that the principal finally can like, see it oh my in God, her dance. That dance she was so beautiful, molested. I better call the cops. <laughs> Which is weird that when she calls the cops, people believe that she's being yeah. molested. But when the mother calls the cops, they're like, shut up, yeah. bitch. No, Listen, she's not. you stupid drunk diner whore. <laughs> We're not going to take your threat seriously. At least she's not as drunk of a diner whore as Sarah, Sarah Silverman. <laughs> like rose tits, Sarah Silverman. <laughs> Who's got the, her tits out and about with the... Yeah. Just Like they gotta w- show that one weird tattoo the whole time. Right. Just... I mean... Classic diner waitress, Sarah oh, Silver. Of course. I thought she was almost typecast as Of course. <laughs> but she is no good. That once okay, so that one scene where they're walking around and they see Sarah Silverman passed out on a chair outside. Right. And then they're just like, Oh, Wow, so glad we found you. I had to take over your shift today because you were passed out drunk. <laughs> Wait, and then, okay, which had to be a very long amount of time. Yes. Because they were drinking the night before. Yeah. She apparently maybe drove home. Yeah. And then passed out outside in a lawn chair. Yeah. They went to school. Yeah. Got then picked they're coming up from back. school. Yeah, they're coming back. Went to her house, and she's still passed out in the chair. Yeah. And then, so then they're like, yeah, I had to take over your shift because you didn't show up because you were drunk. And then she was like, oh, well, then have a drink. And she does. And she does. <laughs> like, Naomi Watts don't give a fuck. She's no. just like, well, this looks like I fun. I could use a drink. Yeah. Sure. I wa- yeah, of course I want to sit next to a crippling alcoholic <laughs> and drink. At, even if she got home at 3 a.m., like, she had to be passed out for 13 hours yeah. in that chair. <laughs> Because kids are going to be, what, it's what, 3.30, 4 o'clock by the time they get to that house? Yeah. But it's okay because she calls Henry Hank because they have a fun relationship. They've got a quite a hate-hate yeah. relationship. It doesn't matter that she's a crippling alcoholic that's ruining her life. She's fun because she calls Henry Hank. <laughs> but you find out that they secretly love each other. Not in a weird molesty way, but she does kiss him on the mouth. Oh my god, she does. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Like, it's sweet, but it comes off as a little uncomfortable. Like, you didn't go for the cheek? (laughs) (laughs) You kissed him on the mouth? (laughs) Granted, he is dying, but you still kissed him on the mouth. Also, can we also talk about how he put at least half of this plan together after he had brain surgery? Did Oh, yeah, he did do that. Yeah. Like, no, he was still putting this plan together after they took a tumor out of his brain. Ugh. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you're pretty much bedridden once they do anything to your brain. And they took, like, a big chunk of a massive tumor out of his brain, and he, like, was walking around and doing stuff. Like, getting this plan ready to murder the next-door neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I guess he did. Well. Yeah. (laughs) But his plan was foolproof, JT. It was foolproof. Because the mother, Naomi Watts, was going to take the next-door neighbor girl and her youngest son to the talent show. Yeah. For whatever reason, the dad just didn't want to go to the Yeah, he'd rather show. just sit in his chair and read his paper, you know, like his usual ritual before he beats the fuck out of his daughter. <laughs> uh, so he said that he might pick her up. So while she takes these two kids to the talent show, she was going to book it out of there and then lure him into the woods around where the treehouse is, snipe him. Yeah. And then ditch the gun over the bridge. Yeah. And then go back to the talent show before it ends. And then they'd be so like, oh, she, she has, was there the whole time. Yeah, so she has an alibi for murder <laughs> <laughs> that she never left the talent show. Well, apparently his body is just going to rot in the woods. 
Yeah. And then she would have, like, the girl would have no legal guardian. But she ends up getting a legal guardian after the guy, because she ends up not assassinating this guy, yeah. right? Yeah. She gets cold feet. Yeah. After seeing some pictures. <clears throat> I felt if she maybe saw pictures of molestation, she might have kept on with the assassination yeah. of plot. But no, yeah, she sees pictures of her kids. Right. After the weird Rube Goldberg that leads to a flip book of their of pictures. Of, like, why would you make that? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like a golf ball goes around a spiral and <laughs> hits like a weird another thing that shoots something up where an old boot swings and like <laughs> kicks the photos open. And so she gets cold feet. And then like Hank from Breaking Bad like figures out that she's like in the treehouse yeah. She comes out with the sniper rifle. Yeah, he it doesn't really seem like and he's he just like, is not hey, what phased he, yeah. at all. It's like, hey, what are you doing out here? And she's carrying an enormous sniper rifle with like the biggest suppressor <laughs> attached to the top of it. And she's like, oh, I'm just, you know, just, I'm just walking around. And oh, nothing. Oh, no, yeah. She's making it seem like she's the farmer from Babe. Yeah. When like the wife from Babe comes, what are you doing with that gun? Oh, nothing. <laughs> and he takes it as like he doesn't get upset if okay he's granted he's a molester at least yeah. plus he will not let go of those goddamn leaves getting into his yard all the time yeah, what a prick. dick also <laughs> he's also the chief of police right yeah so if i would the chief of police if i was a molester or not i would be like that's a fucking gun. I'm going to tackle your ass to the ground and probably bring you in as best as I can. Yeah. Like, doesn't do that. Plus, he just walks away with his hands in his pockets. Yeah. Plus, Henry's plan is supposed to be foolproof. Like, how foolproof is it if your fucking... Your idea is sniping the chief of police, <laughs> like, mere, like, blocks from your property. Right. And, like, it's still on record that she bought... Like, they can still be like, oh, this gun was bought here. Let's go ask the owner of the gun store who bought this gun. Because I'm pretty sure not a lot of people are buying high-powered sniper rifles with suppressors. Well, the bullet disappears, and the gun is gone. It's over the bridge, JT. But the gun owner still knows who bought the gun. Uh, maybe. If you If you own a gun shop and somebody comes in and buys... Like, how many high-powered sniper rifles with enormous suppressors are you selling on a day-to-day -day basis? Well, if everyone's going in there and saying, fucking, yeah. don't, don't make me talk to Carmichael oh, or yeah, whatever old, his old name is. Oh, Dominic or whatever. Yeah, 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 don't talk to him. Like, God, yeah, I guess whatever. people are coming in. That thing's got a revolving door of people yeah. just taking guns Like, how many times do people say that? I was like, all right, I'm going to need, like, a Dominic license. I got to make sure that you know. Like, I need <laughs> I need a gun license or a signed permission slip from Dominic <laughs> saying that you're going to take this gun. <laughs> uh, and so, anyway, Hank just leaves that scene. Not worries that yeah. he could be shot in the back. He just calls his friend at the, at the police station being like, hey, you're going to hear some shit about me. It's not true. You should arrest this one chick. And they're right. like, no. We we're going to bring heard. you in. We're going to bring you in because the principal... Saw your daughter do an interpretive dance that told her that you're beating the shit out of her. <laughs> and so then this whimsical movie takes the stance of having a man commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he shoots himself. <laughs> Meanwhile... The dance gets a standing ovation. It does. It, it, it might have won, I think. And then, well, who knows? Because I don't know. That kid burping the ABCs was pretty fucking compelling. <laughs> the magic show of the youngest son. How how much were you hoping that Henry would come out of that box? I was all, I, I was, was gonna be really hoping. He <laughs> I was, was going out of that to box. flip up my fucking <laughs> couch. If Henry would have come out of there, it was like... I was really thinking... Oh, my God. He was going to pop out of that box. Like, it was a big fucking ploy by Henry. I'm so that he happy faked to his hear own that. death and made his mom kill the neighbor. Like, I was going to be like, fuck yeah! 
I was so hoping that was also going to happen. And it wasn't. It's just fake snow yeah, that blows God over the crowd damn it. and everybody cries. I was cries. so pissed. Oh, I was so pissed. Uh, I was so hoping that Henry would pop out at the end. God. Uh, you know what still blows me away, though? That the mom was just on board to murder. Yeah. What? She was, yeah. She was just, like, all in. Yep. I listened to that whole plan. I'm going <laughs> to listen to it again while I do it in real time for whatever reason. I'm in. I'm going to murder. Yeah. Even when, like, the brother, like, fucking, like, the little brother finds the journal and runs downstairs. He's like, Mom, Mom, Mom. What? I think Henry wants you to murder Glenn. <laughs> like, that's an actual conversation they have in the movie. Yeah. And then she was like, I better look into this. Not like, that's preposterous. Like, oh, well, maybe I should look, see what what this is about maybe henry has some deep-seated issues <laughs> yeah maybe you shouldn't take the advice of your 11 year old to murder yeah who was dead with a brain tumor who left clues for you to murder your your next door neighbor oh my God. well at least you don't have to worry about those leaves oh shit let all the fucking leaves blow yeah. in this yard it doesn't matter he's dead yeah blew his head off <laughs> yeah <laughs> This whimsical like, movie blew his head off. I would love if that was like the first thought that entered her mind. Like, thank God to worry about those leaves anymore. He <laughs> fucking killed himself. Yeah. Just kick some more leaves into his yard if she goes home. <laughs> yeah. All right, kids, don't have to worry about bags. Just rake the leaves into his yard now. <laughs> so then, out of, uh, after all this is said and done, obviously this girl is now home alone because the dad blew his head off and there's no mother yeah. in the picture for whatever reason yeah. but they forged adoption papers before he died or uh like will papers before he died oh yeah that's right yeah because uh they she got him to uh sign a uh a fake permission slip to be in the talent show right and then they used his signature to forge papers to his will that say that she that she gets custody of the daughter if the father were to die I missed that part. I remember her light boxing the signature, but I just didn't put that together. I was like pretty out of the movie by then, I think, <laughs> until she buys the gun. And you're like, oh, Jesus, yeah. she's going all in on this <laughs> fucking murder plot. Oh, man. Book of Henry is fucked. Oh, oh, my God. It is ridiculous. Like, I watching this, it's like. Watching someone make a movie that they don't know how people work. Yeah. I, or things in general work. Yeah. I... Like, what would be a better pit... Like, like from the, the... So, the cover of the movie is, like, Henry in, like, an aviator helmet and goggles. And it's, like, Book of Henry. And if you take it by the intro of, like... The whimsical drawings and like it. Uh, it's a notebook and uh, there's a yeah, picture. Yeah, it looks like a family film. It. I think it kind of. I think he wanted it to be a family. It's PG thirteen. Yeah. I think it's PG thirteen. Yeah, it's PG thirteen. Because they take. They don't swear in it. They don't actually show. There's any one violence. fuck. The mom says fuck once. Does she? Yeah. Okay. Well, you get one. <laughs> <laughs> but like I. I don't know what what would make this movie better if they just went a straight route and it's this smart kid who gets a brain tumor and then the family deals with that would that be like a better film besides like yeah because then you leave the molestation out of it the suicide out of it and then you can still have the talent show at the end with like the kid trying to like makes everybody happy with the snow like it's a corny kind of like run of the paint by numbers yeah kind of movie but it's better than whatever this was <laughs> I, it, I know it's so all over the place take out the murder suicide parts <laughs> yeah like i don't know how he would rush to that conclusion of being like yeah i should murder my neighbor right or you start out the movie completely different like maybe darker make it a rated r movie and just go full assassination attempt. <laughs> Make it crazy goofy. But this, like, is not a crazy goofy... Like, it is. But, like, it never feels like it... 
makes any sense whatsoever yeah. that people are just jumping to these logic leaps. Yeah. Of like, Nobody, yeah. <laughs> nobody's like thinking logically in this at all. Not at all. God. Give me a... And then she burns the tapes and book as evidence at the end even. Yeah. So it's like, oh, <laughs> my God. I don't know. This movie makes me want to go back and watch rewatch Jurassic World because I feel like there was some... Some weird character stuff in that, too. Like, just thinking back to it. Mm. <clears throat> like, watching Book of Henry, I feel like Colin Trevorrow, like, has, like, this thing where, like, he stereotypes characters and is, like, really uncomfortable on, like, cr- building layers around that. Like, Henry is a smart kid. He's nothing but smart. Like, there's nothing about him that's, like, strays away from him being smart the mom is dependent on Henry and is kind of like a kind of aloof. She never really strays from that. Uh-huh. Like the brother is always feels inferior to Henry. That she never really strays from that. Like the dad is always a dick. Never strays from that. Like yeah, he seems like he's very one note on all of his characters. And I feel like that was kind of what Jurassic World was kind of like too. Like like those 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 two kids. Where like the one kid was all was obsessed with constantly getting with girls and the other kid was just bitching about everything like he never really strayed from that like even in like weird scenes where it was like you don't really need him to be like worried about what this girl thinks about him in this scene but then he still throws it in like he doesn't know what else to do with them yeah i mean the the, in jurassic world they i i haven't seen it since i saw it in theaters but from what i can remember like they're all like character tropes yeah, they're they, very. Everyone's really one note in it, and they yeah they. I don't think many people. Is there anybody that even really has like an arc that their character changes? <laughs> no, and it's kind of like in this too. Like the most someone changes is the mom decides to not do a thing that Henry tells her to do. That's the one. Yeah, that's that's her arc. Is like she spends the whole movie listening to Henry, and then when it gets to murder a human being, she was like, you know what, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, but then she has to become like a real adult out of necessity because Henry's not there to do it for her. Yeah. It's not like she makes a conscious choice to do exactly. it. Exactly. She has to do it. Yeah. So it's because like Because now she's adopted a normal kid and has our other real kid. Now she has to just actually be a parent. Yeah. So it's weird. Uh yeah, it's yeah, it's I so know. I don't know if he, I don't think he knows how to write or like direct characters or like make them make sense in a story. And I've listened to plenty of podcasts or reviews of Jurassic World saying that like anybody could have directed that movie. Yeah, because it doesn't really have like a stamp of something that's like just Colin Trevorrow. You know what yeah. I mean? Like everything, every all of the character stuff kind of gets lost in the action and the dinosaurs and like trying yeah. to get away from that shit. But, like, thinking back to, like, those small character moments where, like, it's people talking to each other, it, I don't know. I want to go back and rewatch it because, like, thinking back to it, there were some weird interactions where I'm like, that feels kind of off. And, like, mm. kind of like this entire Book of Henry movie was. Uh, I barely remember anything about Jurassic World, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I know it had a lot. To, it was very successful because of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, essentially The Force Awakens for Jurassic Park. Pretty much. Like, it took Jurassic Park, updated it, and now it can go from there. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. it was, like, just like Jurassic Park over again. Yeah. Even though it wasn't as good. It didn't have... But there was... Yeah, there was just some weird character stuff in there. Like, how Bryce Dallas Howard had her heels on the whole time. Yeah. Like, that was just something where I'm, like... You didn't really, like, find a way for her to actually be smart about not having her heels on <laughs> like when they're going through the fucking wilderness yeah like i don't know there's just some weird stuff in there that like it feels like like Jurassic World definitely feels like more of the studio stepped in like all right this is weird maybe you should stick more to this stick more to this but there's some 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 things here and there where i'm like that's a little weird like watching this movie where i'm like okay this Jurassic World feels a lot weirder than what I remember it being. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I think I own it, so maybe I'll go back and rewatch it because I'm now I'm curious. Yeah, I know. Like just watching this, <clears throat> I was like thinking back to Jurassic World, where I'm like, oh man, 
like reminiscing, there were some weird character stuff in that. I don't know. But yeah, Book of Henry. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> What's Def- your, we'll go to the final grades then. Uh, oh my god. I don't even know. It's like, so like, visually, I think this was a well... Cause yeah, like it's to not- say it's a mess. It it's not like a like a Suicide Squad or a Batman v Superman kind of mess where it's really clippy and jumpy. There's just like leaps of logic in this that don't make any sense. Yeah, and tonally it's all over the place. Oh yeah. So, but other than that, like it looks okay for like as a movie. Yeah. I know, like it feels like competently put together. Yeah. It's just that I don't. It, like I said, like it feels like someone that's really good at making movies does not know how people work. Like it feels like like some like rich billionaire <laughs> came out of his mansion that like learned everything that it was to know about how to, how to make films, but yet never talked to a real person in his entire right, life. Right. Yeah. I don't. I. I don't know. I would give this a D minus. <laughs> I think I won't go full blown F. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I think D minus. I'll stick with that. I don't know. I personally, I'm fascinated by movies like this, like <laughs> bad movies like this, where it's like I feel like when a filmmaker makes a bad movie, that's when you really get to know who they are. <laughs> and like, yeah, I feel yeah. like with this, <laughs> like it's like you, yeah, you know exactly how fucking idiotic Colin Trevorrow is when it comes to how people interact with each other or even how how brain surgery works. Sure. Where it's like, I'm pretty sure if someone operates on your brain, you're not putting together a plan to assassinate someone the next day. Yeah. Also, this whole movie takes place in the course of a month. Oh, does it? Did you put that? Because they say like one of the first lines in the movie is that the talent shows us a month away. No, I didn't put that together. So, like, within a month, all all the events of this movie took place. Okay. Okay? No! That's... It's awful! Yeah, oh, yeah. Everything oh, it's awful. From Henry being normal, uh-huh. finding out the, the neighbors being abused, gets a brain tumor, puts all the plan together, dies, <laughs> the family grieves, the mom learns how to use a sniper rifle, <laughs> and then... Puts the plan in motion to kill the neighbor the day of the talent show. All of that takes place in a month. Yeah, that's a bit of a time crunch when you put that <laughs> when you put it that way. But no, it's just I, to to be fair, there's not a lot of grieving time in this movie. There is not. There is. I'm gonna say no grieving time in this yeah, movie. <laughs> no, her way of grieving is to ruin the health of her child by constantly giving him dessert. Yeah. Like, even the kid is like, I know I shouldn't be eating this much shit. <laughs> like, I want to eat this, and I know I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, what would you grade the movie? Uh, just because I want people to see how much of a disaster this is, I'll give it a D plus. Like, if you, okay. love, if you love watching bad movies for the sake of seeing how insane the filmmaker is that made it, this is one of those classic examples. Yeah. But okay, but this movie never get it rides the line for me of being like a movie that's so bad that it's fun to watch. Yeah. There's like weird leaps in logic that I think are funny like in hindsight. Like hey, that's weird that the mom would just be okay to murder. <laughs> <laughs> but like then it like jumps into like weird heavy things that aren't really fun like alleged child molestation and like brain tumors and like yeah like, what it's, the fuck? it's so all over the place like, <laughs> like this he, isn't like even bad fun it's it's just yeah like, like he <sighs> wants to make he wants to make like a a family like super dramatic family type film but like everything he does is so heavy-handed like I didn't give a fuck when Henry died. Like I feel like no, they, they I don't tried think anybody so, gave a fuck. Yeah, they tried so hard to make me feel something when Henry got diagnosed with a brain tumor and like he was gonna die. Like but it was so heavy handed where I was just like, I feel like you're trying to make me feel something. 
to the point where I just don't care. Yeah. But it gets into so, like, lifetime movie moments yeah. at some points where it's like, oh, this sucks. I lo- but I love that shit. Ugh. It's so bad. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, because uh, hearing that he was supposed to be, like, Spielberg's, like, protege, like, Spielberg had his, like, seal of approval on him. Like, I almost kind of saw that in this movie where it's, like, he wanted to make one of those, like, yeah, the, the kids are smarter than the parents type films. Sure. But it's so heavy-handed and so, like, he tried swinging for the fences on every single aspect of Spielberg that it was, like, a gross mutant of what a Spielberg film is. This doesn't resemble a Spielberg movie at all. Yeah, it's it's like the gross aborted fetus of a Spielberg film. God. Because it's like, he makes the kids so smart that it's unbelievable, and he makes the, the parents so... Uh, dumb that it's unbelievable. But if they... Okay, so if they would have just leaned into those things and didn't have, like, the weird, super sad, dramatic moments, I could have taken that okay. Like, oh, it's a really smart kid, uh, and he's kind of a dick. Okay. Oh, the mom's kind of, like, aloof and wants to do whatever. Okay. (laughs) I'll ride with that. And if they just played with that more and didn't, like, get into cripplingly depressing things <laughs> it would have been okay because i felt you could go along for the ride yeah like oh he's got like rube goldberg machines and he's got a fun playhouse in the woods and oh isn't this fun and it, it's not yeah, ever no. really <laughs> oh my god but yeah no it's it's still a terrible movie I'm, I'll, I'll go with a of the d plus yeah like granted i gave the room an f minus yeah. But with the caveat that it's it's a it's a blast oh, yeah. to watch. The room is way more fun to watch than this. Completely. <laughs> and the disaster artist, I think, drops this weekend, maybe next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah. Okay. I want to see if I can f- see that before. Yeah. The holidays come up, and I won't. The be holiday able to see. season. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to join us on social media, do so at Review Review Pod on Twitter. If you happen to be a Facebooker, do that uh, at Review Review Pod on Facebook. Uh, you can find us at our host site at ReviewReviewPod.Podbean.com, but you don't have to listen to just there. We are also on a multitude of platforms such as Google Podcasts, Alexa Devices, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. If you happen to be an Apple user, rate and review us there, because if you like the show, that helps other people find the show as well. If you want to write in, do so at ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening again. We'll see you next time. And we're off. <laughs>